When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you could create a candy bar, what would you have in that candy bar? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Hello. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Bradley, why are we asking people what they want in their candy bars? Because there is a brand new candy bar in the world. Welcome to the world, the Hoosie What's It. Okay, Welcome. I gotta be honest, I kind of love that name. Hoosie What's It, of course, is the spawn of the Whatchamacallit. Of course. So, Whatchamacallit has released their first new candy bar in more than a decade, which begs the question, what did they previously reduce last year? Or last decade? I don't know. Anyway, um, oh, apparently there was something called a thingamajig. Did we miss the thingamajig? No, I think we knew about the thingamajig, but I don't know if we ever ate the I thingamajig. Don't, I don't think I've ever had what a thingamajig. What was in the thingamajig? I have no clue. Okay. But what I can tell you is the Who's What's It is a candy bar named by Lisa M. Apparently they put out like a, you know, contest to see who, you know, came up with the best name for their new candy bar. Mm-hmm. And Lisa M. And so now her name is on the package. Good old Lisa M. Crunchy, creamy, who's he, what's a candy bar name by Lisa M. Um, it's It consists of chocolates uh, or just chocolate, chocolatey crisps and peanut butter. So it's chocolate chocolatey crisps okay and peanut butter so it basically looks like a whatchamacallit without the caramel and with the addition of the peanut butter and i thought to myself self we'll probably try the who's what's it because we like to try new things mm-hmm. on the colina bradley show but as far as candy bars go it looks kind of boring oh, i no, might be honest that. that looks real good you know but i'm like uh i just feel like we need something new and different in candy bar world because I- peanut butter i love 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 peanut butter but i feel like that's all we ever do now is throw peanut butter on something can i say a thought that might be unpopular might be unpopular how many arrangements of chocolate wafers nougat um caramel peanut butter and nuts can we actually have well that's why i think we need to change what we've done or what we are doing with candy bars because there are more options it's not like those are the only four things we can throw in a candy bar true right true there are so many things we could put in a candy bar do you want some turkish delight put it in there do you want some circus peanuts i mean i don't know i'm just saying marshmallow butterscotch there are also root beer there are some other things we could do with our candy bars Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What do you want on your candy bar? Because the same like four things on a candy bar. I don't care how many different ways you put them together. It's still the same candy bar. 
Right. See, that's the thing is it's just like all we're doing is mixing up the amounts of everything and what order we put it in. Maybe uh, pineapple. You know, who ooh, knows? Okay, I'm going to say no to that, but thank you. Well, you know, get your own candy commission. I'm just saying, come up with some ideas. 651 641 1071. What would you put in your special candy bar? Taylor sent us an email. Oh, good. What'd she say? Mallows. Ooh, I like the mallows. Ooh. Some cereal for crunch. Ooh. Maybe Golden Grams or checks. And I like this because you're thinking outside of the cereal box. I like the idea of adding a cereal component. Uh, and then Taylor said some fluffy nougat covered in chocolate. Yeah, I'd be here for that. So I really do like the uh, addition of crunchy uh, cereal-like experiences. Thank you. 651-641-1071. Oh, I just read an, like? another thing. I'm not, you uh, don't need to worry no, about that. About that. Uh, what, uh, Can we bring in a fruity experience? I, no. Yes. I don't want to be present what? for that, but you guys can have it. Well, like fruity pebbles is what I'm thinking. What do you, are you saying? You don't like fruit at all with chocolate? Correct. Oh wow! Mm. It just okay. feels like I don't want those two touching each other. Wow, um, that's a bold statement. Yeah, I but I think there are people who enjoy the fruit and chocolate uh, marriage. Yeah, I don't mind. Like I like chocolate and raisins. I love raisinets. Hold on. Okay, sorry. I'm just, just saying there are the plenty. Game I was doing. Plenty. You don't have to eat them. I'm just saying there are plenty of options. Yes. I, I, I don't disagree with you. And I want people to have what they enjoy in their candy bars. I just know what I don't enjoy. And that's raisins. 651-641-1071. What would you like in your personal special candy bar? And uh, I do believe we have a caller. We have several callers. Oh, Perfection. good. Let's, good. <laughs> let's start with Annie. Hello, Annie. Annie, what would you like in your special candy bar? (laughs) Well, when my mom and I go on cruises, we always bring chocolate-covered coffee beans. Just to pop one, you know, when it's getting late and you still want to party. Oh, look at you. you I know, I know. What if you want to put that in, like, a Snickers? I like this. Take out the peanuts. Yep. And put in coffee beans. I like coffee and chocolate, period. So I'm all here for that. Right. I I yeah. I will say that the choc the chocolate covered coffee beans, those are intense. I know, but they, you know what they'll keep you awake. That's true. You go to the casino. That's oh well. You want to go to a show? Yes. <laughs> you know it. Bradley's in on that. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Holly, who else do we have on the line? Mags is on the line. Mags. Hello, Mags. What uh what kind of candy bar do you want? I have to disagree with you about the fruitiness. What I would like to see is some kind of dried fruit, like pineapple, Bradley, uh, and like a dark chocolate with sea salt on the top. Ooh, yeah. Or Ooh. like... Uh, sea salt, yes, thank you. Strawberry or cherry or something fun. I I see what you're doing there. It's not for me, but it, if it's for you, I'm happy for you, Megs. What would you call your special bar? Uh, delicious. <laughs> Thank you for your call. Thank you. Holly, who else do we have on the line? That's it. Okay, fine. Bradley, what's in your special bar? 
I, you know, um, after I've just now shamed everybody for, um, you know, coming up with something totally different, the only thing that I would want more of in a chocolate or in a, in an, as an option for a candy bar, somebody already mentioned this, but marshmallow, I love marshmallow yeah. and I think it's underrated. So something with marshmallow, I mean, um, I don't know. I don't mind fruit. Fruit's not my number one favorite with chocolate. Occasionally, I like a piece of, like, uh, I just had a chocolate bar the other day that had some, like, dried cherries in it that was really good. But um, if I were craving something, I would probably crave, like, a, you know, something with marshmallow and caramel. Can I ask a question of you? Do you feel like chocolate is an essential in a bar, in a candy bar? And the reason I'm asking is because it seems like that's always assumed, right? That chocolate will be the foundation of your candy bar. Yeah, I guess I don't know what else what what else would you have. I'm not really sure, but I was thinking like what if you didn't have a a chocolate experience and maybe you had like a marshmallow and like a pretzel and maybe like a toffee or like a yeah. butterscotch experience and oh. just didn't do those, anything with chocolate. Okay. That would be, be good. original. Those would be good. But I think they'd be even better with chocolate on top. I mean, come on. Well, that would be like it would yeah. be like it would be like um, almond joy and mounds, right? Like they could go hand in hand. Like you could get the chocolate free one, and then they would like enhance it with the chocolate. Yeah. When was the last time that either of you had a legitimate full candy bar? Oh boy. Well, I mean, a bar of chocolate this week. But like, but like a Twix. Let's or say, or like a, Way. like you, you gra- like oh, you God. were, you grabbed, you were like, I'm gonna have a candy bar. I don't, and you went full bar. See, well, the only, not fun size. I don't honestly do that very often because what the only place you're gonna get that is at like, I guess the grocery store, but right. I think of gas stations, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not going into the gas station very often, Mm-mm. so I don't know when's the last time you had a candy bar. I can't even remember. Holly, what about you? It could not tell you. Could not tell probably, you. Honestly, it probably was over a year ago, like the last time I was actually in a grocery well, store, and there may have been a time where I was like, ooh, a Twix would be real good. Actually, speaking of um, candy bars, although this isn't really a candy bar, I do have a cheat day Friday experience for us. What is that? Key lime M&Ms. That's a thing? Because I was at the gas station, I had to pick something else up. Powerball tickets. I did not Thank win, um, but I saw. Like you tell us if you did. I saw these key lime. Well, I mean, crickets is what you'd be hearing on my <laughs> microphone right now. If I did, like the Colleen and Brett. Um, oh, bye. bye. Um, no, and I saw uh, key lime M and M. So I picked up a package so we can have them on Friday. Okay, I cannot wait to try these. Also, maybe I can a little bit. I mean, it doesn't sound appealing to me, but I'm not a huge key lime person generally. I am, but are are they chocolatey too? I'm assuming it's like a white chocolatey experience. You know how they have those yeah. flavors that are not really. I don't think it's chocolate and key lime. I think it's just some sort of I'm white key limey experience. Real curious about this. Yeah, I'll well, tell you that right now. We shall find out when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, we have to talk about Amy Schumer's response to the story about Hillary Baldwin mm-hmm. uh, and her Spanish roots after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Oh man, we got to talk. We got to get together and have a little conversation mm-hmm. on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. 
Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey. And uh, hey, how's it going over there? You know. We got to talk about Amy Schumer and uh, the conversation around Hillary Baldwin. I think we've settled on this show that we are not going to be calling her by her adopted name. Rather, we will call her by her given name, <sighs> Hillary Baldwin, which uh, she was given when she was born in Massachusetts. Yeah, it's Hillary. It's not Hilaria. Nice try. Nice okay. Try. <clears throat> So what did Amy Schumer have to say? It's not like a free country or anything. She can call herself what she wants, but I don't have to call her what I don't want to call her. So Uh, anyway, Amy Schumer has weighed into Hilaria Baldwin's insane fake Spanish heritage scandal. And boy, do I have opinions and so will you. Okay. I really don't care that much about this story. But I do think that Amy Schumer is one of those people who on occasion rubs me the wrong way. Although I do, you know, I have found myself in an audience at an Amy Schumer concert when that was a thing. And laughing, I'm and sure. laughing hysterically. Are you okay right now? I am. Just feeling um, some feelings. I had okay. some feelings. So, um, but... I wanted to know what she was saying following this whole dumb scandal about Hilaria Baldwin pretending to be Spanish, mm-hmm. because she's in, she was involved in the scandal. Right. She was actually like the catalyst, uh, the Castilian catalyst, if you will. No, she's not Spanish, um, but she was she played a role in this melodrama, and so I wanted to understand like how she now looking back on the absurdity of the couple weeks we found ourselves maybe it was even just a week of stories about Hilaria Baldwin's fake Spanish heritage. Uh, you know how did she how does she see it now? Right, right. Okay, so apparently, and I'll just take you on this brief journey. Um, she kind of tries to have it both ways. So she talks about her role, and you'll remember that this all started because Amy Schumer does this thing where she kind of was like poking fun at Hilaria Baldwin in lingerie with holding her baby, Mm -hmm. and was like, yeah, so I don't look like this when I just had a baby. Right. So she was kind of like being shady towards Hilaria Baldwin, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then, of course, because we can't have nice things, the Internet stepped in and was like, not only that, but Hilaria Baldwin has been grifting on her fake Spanish identity. And Amy Schumer was like, no, no, no. I was just trying to make fun of her for wearing lingerie Mm -hmm. after having a baby. I'm not concerned about her Spanish thing, although... When presented with the humor of that moment, I did step into that mess of a social media story because you'll remember that um after somebody went after her fake spanishness she posted a photo of herself and said something like i love spain too right that is amy schumer did with her sunglasses and her wide-brimmed hat yes and that just fed or that you know added fuel to the fire Mm -hmm. as it were and sort of snowballed. It was like throwing breadcrumbs at a crowd of ducks. Yes. A, mm-hmm. a crowd of uh, vampire ducks with knives and <laughs> semi-automatic weapons. I'd like to see that movie. <laughs> because, because the mob then attacked Hilaria Baldwin. And both times, Amy Schumer found herself going, oh, ooh, step back, step away. And took down her posts. You'll remember both Mm -hmm. of those posts she removed from Instagram in a, quote, gesture of goodwill. Um, But then she goes on to say, despite all of that, 
I just found this entire controversy to be entertaining and insane. Now, I want to add one more thing before you have an opinion about Amy Schumer's response to all this. She then pointed out that Baldwin was likely the only person who was happy about the Capitol riots at the start of the year because they distracted the public from her own scandal. So Amy Schumer on, has sorry, this to breathe through that. <laughs> Amy Schumer has this way of like in trying to not make something about her and <laughs> to pour fuel on the flames has now just like incinerated the entire <laughs> space. I by like why would you bring the Capitol riots into this, ma'am? You had to take down two posts previously because do you not see that the world is not in a place like ten years ago, ten years ago, if this had happened, there would have been a joke at the expense of Hilary Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy Schumer would not have taken down her post. Jay Leno would have done a, a like mention in his stand-up routine. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and then the story would have just disappeared. But now we don't live in that world. The world that we live in is such that when people like Amy Schumer make these comments, it adds fuel to the fire of all of the ducks with machine guns running around, and then. As if she doesn't know that these things are all connected, she then brings up the Capitol riots, which is like the most absurd extreme example of like when people get involved in something they shouldn't get involved in because the world that we live in right now is a big fat tinderbox. I think my question in this moment is, what is it that Amy Schumer isn't understanding about the moment we're in? I just think all of it. Yeah. Because she keeps on stepping in the dog's business and then trying to clean her shoes off and then stepping in the dog's business again. And after a while, you can't clean that stink off your yeah. shoes, it's honey. It's like trying to wipe it off, but then you just streak it all around yeah. the floor. You're like, oh, exactly. God, I have poop on you. Like, they, no, it's on your hands. Stop rubbing it I on know, your but then she the can't Roomba. stop. And the Roomba comes through, and then there's a, that's going to go viral. I mean, oh, Amy. Yeah, just maybe just quiet and go back to your cooking show with your hubby. Yeah, take a break. And, uh, you know. Take a break. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots. After this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Damn people doing damn things. Repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Like where? Florida. Oh, good. We are going to Coco, Florida, and we're going to meet 30-year-old Amy Ongo. And Amy Ongo is, by the way, a male person, not a male carrier, a male human. FYI. So, Mr. Ongo uh, had his car towed, which sucks. Yeah. If you've ever had that happen, mm-hmm. 
it's just a pain in the rear. It's really ridiculous. Uh, it's the worst feeling in the world when you walk out to your car and your car is not there and you think, was it stolen? Oh, no, it was towed, right? That's And it's just not fun. Well, his car was towed by a company called Car Store Towing. And um, he was angry about it. And so he decided to take matters into his own hands. Would you like to know what he did? What did he do? In revenge, uh, he decided to target car store towing company by stealing one of their tow trucks. What? Yep. He took one of their tow trucks. And they, of course, reported it stolen. And a few hours later, now here's the thing about driving a truck, a tow truck that says car store towing on the side. It's easy to find you. I was going to say, you're not really going to be able to hide very well. Correct. So they pulled him over. They spotted him driving it on the highway a few hours later. They pulled him over and then they arrested him. And a, a search of Mr. Ongo and the truck resulted in the recovery of the following items. Methamphetamine, Xanax, and hydrocodone. He was arrested and charged with grand theft auto and three counts well, of possession of a controlled Another substance. reason to not steal somebody's vehicle. What if, I mean, you don't know what drugs they're going to have in that truck? Yeah. Well, luckily, he didn't try to pin that on the towing company. He just, I would have. I would have been like, that's not my drugs. <laughs> well, listen, that's because you and I have been doing a segment called Crazy Stupid Idiots for yeah. long enough to know. How to think like a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah, exactly. I would have called the police and said, oh, my God, the stolen vehicle is full of drugs. He did not do that. Instead, he just admitted that he stole it in revenge for the fact that they had towed him. Okay. You got a crazy, stupid idiot. I do. In fact, I'm very excited about this one. So I want to tell you a tale and we're going to need to go across the pond uh, to the United Kingdom. (laughs) Pond. Thank you. Pond. Thank you. Uh, where I want to tell you about Yvette Amos. Now, she was telling the BBC she was doing like a live uh, video uh, interview from Wales or for Wales today. And she was telling uh, the BBC about how people are being passed over for jobs during the coronavirus pandemic. You know, a very important topic. Yeah. Well, that doesn't seem very crazy, stupid. Idiot-y, no, actually, right? so far, so good. Um, the only problem is people noticed, well, there might be one reason you're getting passed over for jobs, uh, especially if you're doing interviews online uh, at your home, ma'am, Ms. Yvette Amos. Do you want to know why? <laughs> I just opened it and saw. You're not <gasps> supposed to ruin the surprise. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, but wow. Anyway, um, the people watching the interview noticed that there was something very unusual on her bookshelf and this is this is something that happens now in coronavirus times when you're doing um zooms or video chats Mm -hmm. people have time on their hands to look at what's going on behind you right right? Mm -hmm. and on her bookshelf keen-eyed viewers noticed something that will change your life forever it probably made him stand at attention. Yeah. You really only need one eye to see it. It's true. Hey-o. It's true. Well, the um, sack of fun in this story comes in the form. She had some stiff competition, let's okay. just say. Let's say it was more of a, like, if you were going to put a spice on a salad, mm-hmm. the spice you would put on that salad is? 
Come on. Um, dill. Oh, yeah. And you might think to yourself, if no. you don't like dill. What does Homer Simpson say? Yeah. No. no. So um, that was exactly what was found on her bookcase. A giant schmildo. Oh, and not just any, gosh. because when I saw this headline that a woman went viral after appearing on TV with a, di- a giant schmildo behind her, I thought, well, it's probably one of those like artsy fartsy ones. Like, you know, there's a difference. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Because remember our good friend, Miley Cyrus? Yeah, She likes to decorate with that kind of stuff. Well, this is like a lifelike one. Yeah, it's real. It just looks like looks somebody real, chopped real. a wiener off of somebody and stuck it on her bookcase. It does. And also, like, okay. Is that where you keep that? Well, from this event, Amos, it is. Um, some people said, well, I can't even read these puns that people put because they're quite hilarious and mm-hmm. risque. Mm-hmm. Has she responded? Um, she apologized for not doing a bang up job. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, she didn't say anything. Okay. Um, they, but like, literally, this is not just like, oh, she forgot to. Nope, it's just right there. I'm hesitating to tell a story right now. Oh, I'm going to tell a story. I'm not going to use any identifying factors, but I was in a Zoom experience earlier, eh, probably a few months ago, with a group of people, and one of the people that was in the group had a very interesting thing on their shelf behind them as well, and I thought, I'm interested in what made you join this Zoom and not think about what was behind you. Was it smexual? It was smexual. It was, was it a schmilder? It was a to- it was a toy of some sort that okay. might require batteries, and oh, you might schmibir- use schmibrator. Yeah, you might use in the privacy of your own um, boudoir, either Did alone you or call with this others. Person out? No, it wasn't a situation where that would have been. I probably should have used the private chat function. To be like, hi, friend, FYI, you might want to do a quick sweep of the area behind you. And the weird thing about it was it was an empty shelf with the exception of this one. Do you think it was placed there to intentionally be provocative? It was a situation where you might want to do that. Hmm. Hard to explain. So um, this was mm-hmm. was this a school thing? I'm not gonna be oh. real. Oh, okay. Can I ask an, a question? Did I take a screenshot? Yes. Oh, uh-huh. well. I'm sorry, was that not the question? Okay. Well, I'm glad that you did that. Mm-hmm. But I've not shared it with anyone. Was this in their bedroom or was this out in a space? I don't know. So that's use. the oh, hard okay. part about no pun intended. Um, about Zoom with people who you wouldn't normally be in their living arrangement. You mm-hmm. don't quite know exactly where they're broadcast. And you're sure it was from. a oh yeah okay oh yeah would you like to hear uh, about another crazy stupid idiot yes for this one we are going to go to fort wayne indiana and we're going to talk about these two guys who were breaking into a home in the middle of the night so they're already criminals and they're crazy stupid idiot criminals because okay. the way that they're trying to 
break into this particular house in Fort Wayne is by kicking in the front door. Uh Uh-oh. But what happened was, while they were kicking in the front door, one of them accidentally shot himself in the thigh with the gun in his pocket. Oh, no, no, no. By the way, this was all caught by the ring doorbell camera at the house. Genius. So there is video evidence of uh, this incident. They did make a run for it, which... Can we talk about that for a hot second? You run with a I don't know. leg. I wasn't there. It's I, it is a mystery to me as well. Um, they did not get into the house, nor did they get to complete their mission because of the self shooting. Um, but he did end up having to go to the hospital, and when he got to the hospital and had a a shot wound in his thigh, he was arrested. Well, rightly so. Yeah. The other guy is not, still has not been found. Yup. That's just not a very smart thing to do. Was not a smart moment. No. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a little game to play. That game is called The Throwback. Live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. 